genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here as I always am with Sean Batiste. What's up? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Blake. Hey, As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that we spoil comic books on this show. If you haven't read last week's books yet, uh, we're going to ruin those for you. So I'm going to give you some timestamps in the episode description so you can, you know, skip anything that you might need to, uh, to skip there. Our top story today is Orcs, number one, by Christine Larson. Orcs! <laughs> orcs! Exclamation point. Super cute book. Yeah, it was oh, adorable. So, so cute. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about that one later on. Uh, I just want to say, first of all, I we've been doing this for 61 episodes now, and yeah. I always have to fight the urge to start giggling while you're recording the intro i don't know why is there something it's the 30 second fucking pause between like oh we're gonna do it and then adam just waits there (laughs) well here's the thing here's the thing i do that because we were we were saying just just before i did the intro we when we when we start recording we clap in so that i can sync the audio and then i was saying everything after the clap i technically have to listen to but I, that's not really true because I leave myself a good long pause <laughs> before I do the intro. Then I, I just look for that long pause. You're cheating. You're a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Yeah, because because we we clap <laughs> and then proceed to still talk for multiple minutes. Yeah. Just yeah. continue. And this is after this is after almost an hour of us. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't we we can't be. Uh, expected to do anything professionally yeah in any it was so weird whatsoever. recording with not <laughs> i wasn't hired for professionalism yeah. <laughs> you weren't hired what i yeah exactly what I, uh, <laughs> I hopped on with the to do the dueling genre tonight it was like they were very just like all right we're gonna record a podcast all right see you guys later i was like that's wait what that's not how this works no hello no goodbye where's all the bullshitting about nonsense <laughs> for an hour where's the foreplay before yeah, the podcast you gotta warm Come me up play. a little bit <laughs> i don't buy like that doesn't i don't like the way that sounds <laughs> buy me dinner first jesus no. like oh is this what real is this what professionals do is this how it's done <laughs> Ah, you know speaking of being unprofessional i want to Overrated. i want to sincerely apologize to our our listeners that felt let down last week i uh i had a listener come up to me and uh and, and <laughs> he was so sweet he was he's like i don't want to criticize the show because i love it and i'm like no please do uh <laughs> but uh he was me- he was ups- you all suck. he was upset because we didn't talk about like some of his favorite books and i'm like well okay hellblazer for sure and he's like yep that one also black knight was the other one that he mentioned specifically i it was on my short list <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i said i was like well usually weird shit like that i rely on rj to tell me whether it's good or not that's me dropping and the so ball. That's both of us dropping the ball. I don't even know because if not know only what did that is. did Hellblazer <sighs> did John Constantine say that like billionaires are like the the villains. <laughs> he he also made out with the devil. Of course. And he I'm did. just like, I'm uh, I'm sorry. Just, the the plot of it is him just uh, just giving money to everyone in England <laughs> oh my from god. billionaires. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm like, every, so sorry like, to everyone. They just they just go Sploosh. out on a night on the town. Uh, and everyone is like thirty thousand pounds richer. Yeah. <laughs> Casey's gonna need a minute to go read that book. <laughs> yeah, and that's, I still haven't because we sold out of it. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I just I just want to apologize to everyone who feels like I I didn't do my duty. We're sorry. By there's so many good hey, books. reading about the queer gay 
communist hellblazer book <laughs> hey, we, don't, we don't get to everything um and if there's something we we missed at us no i really yeah. do appreciate like letting me know when i fucked up because that's and that couldn't be more of my book you know and uh and and my buddy was telling me about the black knight book and evidently it was like super amazing too because it was size sprayer speaking of hellblazer so like yeah like I, I love it when that happens, where, like, if, if we did miss something, I want you guys to let us know that we were messing yeah, up. so we like, can catch it next Greatly time, appreciate maybe. it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Or I can, you know, in our in our weekly correction segment, <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. apologize for Weekly everything. correction segment? This is just the whole podcast. Yeah, here's the is our shit we missed in all of the names that we can't <laughs> <Back>. pronounce. <laughs> um, uh, oh, man. So how, how, is every, how, how is everyone this week? Doing all right. I'm, I'm not existing. I'm no longer sick. That's very that's nice. That's a great. That's a great start. That's all I can really hope for in the middle of a pandemic, right? Yeah. Good, because I just started not <laughs> feeling so. Oh, great. so are we uh, rotating now? It's just no. That's just yeah. Adam's normal. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, it's just Casey and I are tag team. Yeah, I, I get. I get more <laughs> concerned when Adam feels great. <laughs> like, yeah, then, then I'm gonna wrong. be like, "Are you, uh? that's how I feel? Like, like when I wake <laughs> up up on a random day, and I'm like, dude, I feel great. I'm Uh-oh. like." why (laughs) (laughs) who died i don't deserve this uh i mean uh, to be fair i think i would also be a hypochondriac if i had fucking mono once like how do do you ever like like live without questioning your reality because it's like am i bored or do i just have mono again i don't know no i i I got a really bad case of mono like three years ago and ever since like i'm i've Something's been wrong. It's that post, it's that post <laughs> like when I get shit. sick, I get really, really. You gotta sick. go find the physical manifestation of mono and fight it mono and mono. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, the good thing about that is a lot of the how dare you a lot of the same like treatments for that shit are getting researched much more heavily because the whole planet has virus infections now. So maybe they'll figure something yeah. out for you. <laughs> That'd be tight. Because like it's all yeah, because that, that shit. stuff technically doesn't really go. Away. It doesn't. There's yeah. just stuff that can help like jumpstart your body to feeling semi-normal on a regular basis again Krakoa drugs yeah <laughs> yeah i need some of that Krakoa shit Na- naturally <laughs> naturally we get into a worldwide pandemic just as the x-men cure all the find, disease, find a yeah. way to get out of it we yeah. recognize your authority can we get some of that fucking good shit let's go <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah magneto can be my god i'm cool with that. with that he could anyway with you i don't even he need, didn't to be need permission he was just letting us know <laughs> I'm just gonna go out, start talking to random trees, yeah. see if one of them connects to Krakoa. <laughs> Do you know Krakoa? Can you start growing diamonds? Hello, sir. Sir, is Krakoa just, in just, there? Just running around in Central Park, like I'm the gatekeeper. Are you the keymaster? <laughs> to all the trees. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought you get arrested. That, for that's mixing all the metaphors. Yeah. yeah. That's crossing the crossing streams. the streets. Yeah. That is. <laughs> I love this plan. I'm now happy to be a Adam. part of it. Now we're on Adam's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you always been on Adam's podcast? But, no, you're. This yeah. is our podcast. You're just living it at Adam. Yeah, but now That's we're true. now we're on. I'm your not nerd in charge one. here. We've made that very now. Clear. Now we're on your nerd show with all the with all the bus. Yeah, the guests. collective has the collective has usurped uh, authority from you. So it's it's. <laughs> That's fine. That's what I wanted to yeah. begin this with. This has always been an anarchist party. collective. You just have the best voice. Don't don't say that because then you'll get 
files in your inbox to edit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah. I have to hold up oh, my end is, of this them. This is your show now. Uh, good luck. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, yeah, no. I still don't know how to do that. So thanks, th- thank you for everything <laughs> well, you do. Well, it's fine. Good luck I, mixing it. I mean, good luck doing social media. So I can't. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand Twitter. So <laughs> we all quit. We all just we all. This is why anarchy <laughs> fails. Everyone. We just all have our role. Decides here, guys. they don't want to do their shit anymore yeah. because they're sick. I'm of it. still gonna be on it, but it's just to let Sean know how much he fucked up. Perfect. I'm cool with that. I mean, RJ, your entire job is to just read all the comics. You would do that whether there yeah. was a show or not. I show, I show up, and it doesn't matter if anyone's here or anyone. Yeah, we just need, we just need RJ's brain. If we can just get RJ's brain in a jar, Futurama style, that's fine. Just put my brain in the middle of the Zoom call. <laughs> just start picking it. It'll be our Zoom server. There you go. So comic books. We read some of those this week. I I we actually did. read all of them this week. I feel very confident I didn't miss anything. Okay, I that's, can't wait. That's a we, me book. Anyway. I can't wait till we talk right, about something so, you missed. Uh, let me pull yeah, out. let's pull up the list here. All right. Um, no, uh, I'll I'll kick this off. Uh, we had a real fun one this week. Uh, Taskmaster number three quickly becoming uh, by uh, a quick quickly becoming a staple here by Jed McKay, Alessandro Vidi, and Guru EFX. Yeah, we've talked about every this, issue, I think, right? This is the funniest book Jed, of the week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so and good. Jed McKay every, is it's it's the lot. funniest book every week that it comes out. Yeah. So good. It's <laughs> So, just a quick recap. Maria Hill has been murdered, uh, allegedly. I don't know. We don't know. She's dead. But we don't know she's been murdered, but she's definitely dead. Is she dead? I don't we know. We don't know. That's, it's fuck, we'll it's S.H.I.E.L.D. and Maria it's, Hill. It's a comic if, book. If, she could be alive. And yeah. if she's issue. dead... If she's dead, Taskmaster did yeah, not. Yeah, we do know it. that. So basically, to figure out and unlock this like drive that people had, uh, they Taskmaster has to go to find the like, likeness of three people: um, Coulson, uh, Hyperion, <laughs> which did not go well for him, and now he's going after. Um, well, no, it was it was Coulson, oh, it was Coulson. who was in right. charge of uh, the squadron. That's right. Supreme. That's right. That was a separate now, thing. Then it was um, now it's Amy this Han. lady. Yeah. 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 And then the next one is uh, Okoye, Okoye from. That's right. Yeah. I forgot Hyperion wasn't actually someone he needed. He just got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Hyperion was just the person protecting Golson. Yeah. So this kind of <laughs> kicks off with Taskmaster um, <laughs> either selling drugs and also slightly being part of like um, <laughs> like a apocalyptic terror cult in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> He sold all these cultists. There's, there's uh, super serum. And, um, yeah, he sold them all super serum. Spoiler: <laughs> It definitely wasn't super serum. <laughs> so <laughs> and like he keeps, he's like talking to. The, so they're all Korean, and he's talking on the phone to Nick Fury in Arabic. Yeah. <laughs> and Nick Fury's like, "You, right. you sure they don't know Arabic?" And he's like, "Yo, they're a, they're an apocalyptic death cult. They can barely read." <laughs> Oh. And he's like, he's like, yo, they've been they've been buying all this shit off me. I'm working for them after all. And then like, working for Nick these like, they don't have any money. Like they're an apocalyptic I, death cult. I, I just <laughs> like the lettering in this scene because, like, you know how when the, when they're speaking another language in a comic, they have those brackets around mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when he's speaking Arabic in that scene, he has double. Yeah, brackets. I thought that was yeah. So you know which yeah. language they're speaking. And in. then at one point, he's talking to them in Korean, yeah. and then just starts speaking in English. So there's no yeah. brackets. Like yeah. he calls him a sucker <laughs> in English. So basically, <laughs> so there's brackets, double brackets, no. Brackets. Yeah. So then at that point, he calls him a sucker, and he activates. Apparently, uh, he's got some pin particles. It seems, and he's then, got some bootleg. He just shrieks. Yeah. He's just and that's bootleg when, um, pin Tiger Division comes up, which it seems to be the like, um, like the South Korean version of like Shield. I think 
uh, or like that seems to be that that was my understanding. I don't know if that's actually what it is, um, but that <laughs> seems to be what it is. Uh, and they kind of with their it's like a new hero, I guess this is for this issue. I think it was introduced. So, um, but the death cult of Ace was like, oh, you fool. We all have super serum. And he tries to punch him and just breaks his hand. And he's like, yep, <laughs> just guys, can you just fucking stop? Like, just get in the, get in the patty. Yeah, this, get in the this freaking is truck. embarrassing yeah, for you. Yeah, we're going to take you away. Yeah, it was just like celery juice. Yeah. <laughs> and then basically they're all cursing Taskmaster as he's tiny. And he jumps on the hero. Too, <laughs> and he kind of basically hitches a ride back to their headquarters. Because that's the. Yeah, but he was, he was hoping that he'd take a ride in the helicopter back to uh, base. But he just. And he gets all pissed off about like, it. It's like a, because he's like up there at like high altitude. Yeah. He's like it's tiny and shit. freezing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he was like, he was like, on a day like today, I'm gonna fly myself. Yeah. And he's like egotistical yeah. jackass. <laughs> yeah, what a, a putz. Like um, so then he, they finally get back, and he's able to get into the director, uh, director Amy Han's office, and kind of sneaks into the vent. Um, and it's just kind of chilling there and like watching them so he can get like the kinetic signature for, for this, this mission. Um, and then he just kind of starts listening and talking to himself. And then he, he's just talking about like why you don't work for crazy people. And then he just has like a flashback of like he, how he instituted a no Nazis policy on his website and moves on from there. Um, but then he kind of just realized like everyone's kind of getting played and he hates that shit. But then right then is when his his knockoff pim particles like <laughs> send off an error message and they both both people in the room have like i guess super hearing and immediately hear and see that he's in the vents <laughs> and yeah it literally says like i'll have to be quiet quiet the slightest sound warning mass reduction <laughs> unstable yeah. warning yeah. So, god damn it so he sneaks through Stupid the vents. bootleg pim ring yeah so basically he's just like oh he's gonna get through he's sneaking through the vents he's like oh i just have to stay tiny until I can get to the mountain, they won't find me. And he drops out of the vent and immediately gets bigger. Just like, damn it. <laughs> and he starts has to fight uh, White Fox. Um, and this is when I think one of the f- favorite pages of the week for all, a lot of us. Uh, oh, but yeah. he's fighting her. He's like, I don't understand like what, like I recognize who this is, but I can't quite put my finger on it. But then he starts fighting back and he's using the moves that he's learned. And in order, it's that punch I saw one time that iron kick that kick iron fist uses that throw cap used to toss me out a window that stomp i saw shang chi do <laughs> but they're all like sound effects they're all like sound yeah. effects yeah and like they have like some of them have like the logos of the characters but just like he's got learned all these yeah, moves you, that has you, no you names kinda, for them. you kind of butchered it because i read it as that punch i saw one time it reads like that that's how it yeah, reads in, yeah. in, in my head it was like a completely different voice it was like yeah. billy west's announcer voice well in it was the like watching oh, I, re- I heard Batman. it in a, i heard each one in a different voice no, oh, it was like go. the pam pal uh things in batman like it was great yeah, yeah. yeah. and then he says i wish i knew the uh cool names for all these yeah. moves <laughs> As, I love it's so funny yeah. that's my favorite page of the week um, and that's when he kind of figures out that it's the director uh, is um, also a superhero also a superhero uh, is White Fox so and she's like uh, what how the hell did you figure that out and then as soon as that's going down uh, Black Widow pops in and he's like yo he's I'm like, gonna take out him. loud he's just like oh no 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 <laughs> no 
I love his reactions to Black Widow He's every like, time. I, I surrender, whatever. Just don't let her kill me. Yeah. <laughs> and that is when Taskmaster activates his plan B, which uh, they all of those uh, death cult people were brought back to this base, and he wasn't injecting them with uh super serum he was injecting them with something that basically turned them into psych a psychic nuclear bomb and he activated <laughs> and it just for a period of time just melted everyone's brain except for his obviously because <laughs> he yeah. had built- he did like a psychic emp on yeah. the whole building he's like yep and that's why i got side dampeners in my helmet because yeah, i am smart <laughs> um and then his black widows is kind of lying there he's like all I have to do is I could I could just take two steps. I could just two little steps. I I could I can kill her. I could do it. I could just kill I her and then she'd it. be off my back. I could tell I could tell Nick Fury to go screw. I don't have to worry about this stupid shit anymore. Yeah. And then he just nope. he's just like, uh <laughs> nope. And then he, the next full page panel is the wall and it's him has scratched I didn't kill Maria Hill into it as he runs off and to head to Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> It's so yeah, funny. It was such. A- well, that's well, that's it. He's exonerated. Yeah, like yeah. that's all you need, that's right? Yeah, yeah, he didn't do it. It's true. Um, such a fun book. Uh, <laughs> so far, there were three issues in at this point. This was a really fun and cool issue, especially like the action is so awesome. But like the just the the dialogue or the inner dialogue for Taskmaster is just it's so ridiculous in a great way. <laughs> Because he's just, he yeah, just seems to be. It was such like a, a whole panel character. where he like explained how he knows he's getting played, and he's like, "Yeah, that's why I don't work for Nazis anymore. I got a strict no Nazi customer policy." <laughs> yeah, and he just just shows so his. Like, I just work for like Baron, uh, whatever his name is, like one time, and you know, <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, so good. It's great. He's definitely the most interested in Taskmaster I've ever been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for Bes- sure. Besides, just someone who looks cool. Yeah, yeah. he's got a great freaking getup. Um. I mean, does he? That's. I think that's the beauty of Taskmaster. He's one of those comic book characters that's so fucking stupid. He goes full circle into being cool. Yeah, but like, what? no, his outfit's awesome. Dude, no, he's <laughs> he's just he's an he's an off model Skeletor. Yeah, it's yeah, great. It's sleep apnea Skeletor <laughs> to call I mean, back I his shield. <laughs> his shield's got a good design. He's got a cool shield. He's got like those dope boots. Uh, pirate, yeah. pirate boots. He's got a fucking he's cape great. shit. Like, come on, man. I mean, it's certainly cooler than the character design that they put in the Black Widow movie. Uh, he looks like a like as professional a, paintballer. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I would much prefer Skullface guy over that, but I don't. He is also a very silly. Yeah, he's got so many pouches too. Like, come on. S- yeah. I ca- I can't help but give him a skeleton voice yeah exactly yeah, you can't in my mind it just gives him this absurd. like inherently silly like aspect that you just can't ignore exactly. and that and then like that informs the silly yeah it's all great it just kind of it, the tone itself. the tone is just like pitch perfect on this absolutely yeah i'm just like an even even top over that like now they're setting this whole thing up like they keep making a point that everyone he's like having to get signatures from seem to be like alien or like in nature in some way and like i don't know what that's going to lead into as far as what they have to unlock to figure out what's going on so like yeah colson was acting weird and then this yeah. chick is you know the director but also the superhero yeah. so like so it seems like not sure if they're aliens but there's definitely there's something, something up weird with all of them in some yeah. way yeah it's also i want to point out that maria hill died off panel uh she didn't die that's that's yeah. my i think she's, maria she's is make, setting him yeah, up she's making him run she's using him to get something or some shit yeah she yeah. she like she framed him to like so because he, he's the only thing. one that could unlock this because they need the kinetic signature of all these people but yeah taskmaster read it all right. it's dope it's dope. <laughs> 
So the the next book is Future State Justice League number two by Joshua Williamson, Robson, Roca, and Daniel Henrique. Henriques, that, maybe. Yeah, that looks uh, like right. Yeah, and also okay. we're sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the 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 first story in the book is um the the uh the main Justice League team and uh. Last issue, they were all replaced by the Hyper Clan and shuttled off, and like the the actual heroes were shuttled off into a unknown dimension. And if you're not um, RJ, the Hyper Clan are shape shifting white Martians that are evil. I learned that from right. reading Continue. this book. White Martians are villains. <laughs> yes, I just for the listeners that might not know who Hyper Clan is. Yeah, I I, I, just I jumped read in. Grant Morrison's JLA. I mean, yes, agreed. But I wanted to throw that out there. I jumped in on this having not read the first issue, and I was lost. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell that's you, that's fair. Yeah, that's that's I a mean, rough one. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the book opens up with like the Hyper Clan. Uh save like just kind of a montage of like saving a bunch of different people but then also i guess they're kidnapping a few of the people that they save and um they're slowly building something to mass mind control the entire world um and uh a few of them you you find out that like they were trapped in this dimension where the real justice league is now and a few of the Hyper Clan are kind of like, well, we could just stay, you know, as the Justice League. We don't need to do anything else because it's better than staying where we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, um, isn't this a pretty sweet gig? Can we just be heroes? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and then Protex was like, no, the Justice League have like, we need vengeance. Um, so they carry on, and then uh. It cuts to the Justice League team who, yeah, they're like in a fire dimension because Martians are weak to fire. So the I mean, honestly, stuck in like that is a really fucked up prison to put a Martian in. In a f- yeah, like, it's, like it's basically Mustafar from Star Wars. Like that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> like where? What no a flea people! What a fucked up place to put like people that hate fire on a fire planet. Oh no. So, anywho. Did, did not have the high ground. <laughs> they do not, no. No. Uh, so, in the dimension, the, or Earth, or whatever, wherever they are. Um, Mustafar, you can just call it Mustafar. Mustafar? <laughs> uh, they, they, like, they're talking to the team and trying to like distinguish unique traits about one another um, in order to find out if any of them are white Martians. And... Uh, the whole thing from the first issue was that this team specifically didn't uh, interact outside of being the Justice League because they felt like the personal connections that the original Justice League had was the reason why they um, got, you know, they, they broke up. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, th- this team, you know, they they just are superheroes together and then they they stop except for flash and aqua woman um so they're trying to like find out unique things about each other some some of these are great they go to flash and flashes is that they um can sense the like 
frequency of which Earth they're on, and then use that frequency to give everyone else speed force so they can get back to uh, their Earth and uh, fight the hyperclan. My favorite was Batman hums his own theme song while fighting. Right, <laughs> and then he does like a war. He does like a Warshack. Herm. Yeah, that was my favorite Is one. The Batman theme canon. Well, I think he just like, sounds oh, like, oh man, oh, what if it's the Batman? That would be man? so good. That's like, that was my favorite one. Just doing that the whole time he's fighting. Especially since he's, especially since that Batman is like really serious. Yeah, yeah. Like even more serious than Bruce. Yeah, yeah. Some, somehow more serious than Bruce. Um, so yeah, they, they get back. And uh, they have a huge brawl with the Hyper Clan. And they, and they immediately have the, like, shoot him, I'm the real one. No, shoot him, I'm yeah, the real yeah, one. And, they, and it's like, that's, that was pretty well, cool. They but ev- they do it in a really yeah, cool way. Yeah, they use everyone's tells. Meme where yeah, yeah, yeah. They use everyone's <laughs> tells to figure out who's what. Right. Yeah. And uh, I like, you know, like, Green Lanterns is like, who was my relationship with or whatever and it's like i've never told anyone about that's so only a mind reader yeah know. exactly yep <laughs> yeah and the last one's batman like he didn't hum and they just roast him it's so good right <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like a flash calls aquaman prince or aquaman princess <laughs> oh yeah yeah and, and they're like how'd you know it's me it's like no only one person calls me princess so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah th- then they you know they they uh they win, and then uh, the book, the issue kind of, their story ends with um, them all meeting and breaking the, the no personal relationship rule, uh, and then going, you know, who are we going to invite to the Justice League? And it's a list of people, and it's like Crush, which is Lobo's daughter, mm-hmm. and the new Mr. Miracle from Future State, mm-hmm. and uh, Miss Martian. Uh, fun fact: He's actually not the new Mister Miracle. He is just a Mister Miracle. Oh uh, well, it's Shiloh, isn't it? Is it Shiloh? Yeah, Shil- Shiloh it? Norman. Okay. So yeah, yeah. he's he's been he, yeah. It, it, he's newer ish. He's from newer. Nineties. Yes, but he's not from Future State. He's not like a brand new character. That was all. Yeah, I've had a couple oh, people no. be like, "Oh, this new Mister Miracle's cool," and I'm like, "Ah, uh, okay." He was Mister Miracle's assistant. Mister Miracle moves to a new apartment in like New York City. And he tries to, um, he's like helping him move in. And he's like, you know what? I like magic. Teach me. <laughs> what kind of comic book story is this? Where like someone's just helping a dude move into a new place. <laughs> there might be, there's probably more to it. I, it's been a long time since I've read the second Mr. Miracle series. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is, Mad- this is making me wonder what, what the thing that only the real Adam would know like, and it's it's uh, the only things that come to mind are deeply, deeply embarrassing. Oh, for a minute I thought you said Adam, and I thought you meant like Ray Palmer. No, I'm like, why do you want to know that? Like, yeah, no, like, like if there was what, an evil tell? Adam, like yeah, what's your it, like tell? what what the thing that only the real me would know? Yeah, it's only embarrassing shit. Yeah, like I don't ever want to be in that situation. Yeah, that's fair. It's so interesting to think about that trope and like. Uh, like shapeshifters, yeah, and think about how hard that would actually be, unless you knew like s- specific speech patterns, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it would be really yeah, like easy unless you're taskmaster to... or some shit. Like it would be almost impossible. Oh, you mean it'd be easy to like figure but out who's a fake? Just how they but talk. But taskmaster is taskmaster is even like it's physical, not yeah, like you said, how they speak. It's too. just their vocabulary. Well, because pe- people have such 
specific cadences and like vocabulary and yeah i I like i'm so anxious that like when i text a person if their tone is off i freak out so like if someone suddenly started texting me with a different tone and vocabulary and like cadence i'd freak the fuck out and be like that's not them that's not them someone someone stole them you're a pod person. Yeah. I'm going to do that from now on when I text Gaze. <laughs> if you text me like one word responses, I will lose my fucking mind, Adam. <laughs> I will. <laughs> nope, not cool. Like certain people Kay. I know, I Kay. can expect. I, yeah, I can, ex- I can expect short and curt responses from certain people. And it's like, okay, that's just who that person is. And it's fine. But like. <laughs> Don't do it to Sean because he'll just he'll just purposely do it. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. No, I would not do that just to mess with Casey. No, I've, never. I have plenty of other ways to mess with Casey. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that yeah, I'm so true, overly actually. cautious about like making sure my my tone is like like I'll I'll start and end a sentence in LOL sometimes. Like, <laughs> oh, same. Yeah, I have to be really careful about how many times I put haha in a text. Haha <laughs> uh, <laughs> is different. Like haha is just like that looks nervous. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it depends on who I'm texting. I, some people I text haha, some people I text lol. It's a very specific. <laughs> Yo, uh, there's a there's a whole rules cast system in my head. Yo, try this, just text. And I'm the only person. It's crazy, right? No, I'm gonna throw that absolutely out there. Absolutely not. <laughs> throw it out there. If fucking absolutely not. You gotta you gotta look at it, stare at it, and abject horror for like yeah. 15 minutes. Us normies just and then yeah, send us it. Normies yeah, you guys have no text. idea how many times I redraft like basic sentences that are pointless (laughs) so many times (laughs) so many fucking times i i i I will often uh read a text out loud to rachel if she's in the room be like does this sound okay like is this she's like what just send the text (laughs) it's amazing that i use twitter as much as i do because they don't have an edit button yeah right yeah that's horrifying that's why i didn't use twitter for so long oh my god rachel gets to hear all of my twitter drafts like does this joke make sense like does it make sense in this order it's like does this track is this is this vocabulary good for this is this a good joke does this go too far does this go too far enough Mm, that's that's the question you really need to answer am i gonna be canceled for this in 10 years yeah right there are 10 minutes yeah the internet moves quick (laughs) all right uh so the second story is um justice league dark by ramvi marcio takara and marcelo mayola um, and this one, uh, all Marilyn has like taken over magic, except for um Etrigan, who is like the only uh Etrigan, Ragman, and Zatanna and Constantine are like the last line of defense. Um, and the end of issue one, Doctor Fate shows up because he had been in hiding. Um, and it starts with him kind of giving a. Uh, a overview of where he was because the the helm of fate had gotten damaged so he was looking for Naboo to repair it um this flashback involves him going into like a a a temple probably like a pyramid and finding not Naboo but uh Hahat which is I guess her first time she's ever been in a DC comic, <laughs> and I love Ram V so much for putting her in uh, a comic. It's so cool. She's just Egyptian goddess of eternity, and like one of the creators of the universe. So amazing. She she even mentions that she's older 
than uh, Nabu, mm-hmm. and um, she like repairs the the helm, but also gives um, Doctor Fate like prophecies of the of future of the future and like other futures too. Um, so, and then uh, the the other story is also uh, involves Etrigan and how um, he doesn't have Jason Blood anymore. And fate says that Jason Blood died. Um, and I guess Jason Blood was kind of Etrigan's conscious and like told was the the like moral anchor for him. Uh, told him that he could be more than just a demon. And um, without him, he's kind of he like doesn't want to fight, even though they need him because uh, him being a demon from hell. Uh, he that's like the most power that they have right now um and so him being like uh, bobo hosting him uh they kind of have like a mental fight inside uh bobo's soul uh and edrigan's like you know you know you can't win right he's like yeah but it's not gonna stop me from trying yeah yeah bobo's just um, like dude like fucking Get over it. Let's go, bro. We got to save some people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you don't need Jason to, you know, be a good guy. Yeah, exactly. And um, also, Zatanna's writing Ragman. Ragman is a dragon. Ragman is a dope fucking dragon in this. Right. <laughs> Someone gave Ragman a soul that is a and dragon it's fucking soul. fucking awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. She's just like casting lightning off of yeah, him. Yeah, it's fucking sweet. Yeah, the actions in this, like, it's just a huge magic war. It was fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, this this knight shows up that looks like a like a Power Rangers villain, and it's uh, it's, it's Empress. That's pretty good. It's like jagged. It's like jagged obsidian yeah, armor. Yeah, it's cool. And it just looks like a like a Power Rangers like villain. It's so cool yeah. looking. And it's a uh, it's Empress, and she's part of Merlin's army, and um. So she starts fighting them, and then Etrigan, uh, kind of, you know, resolves his conflict and and uh, shows up and decides to fight. Yeah. And she he just shreks her. Yep. She, she get she gets destroyed. Um, and then Merlin shows up with a second knight, and that's Jason Blood. Oh, uh, so he's not dead. He's a bad guy. <laughs> he's just a bad guy. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then uh, he throws he throws an angel sword through Etrigan almost immediately. Sure, sure. Uh, as one does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, then so it ends on like kind of a downer note, but it's somewhat optimistic. Where fate is looking through um different futures, and th- this, like, isn't a future where they win. There's, like, almost no futures where they win, but he goes to Etrigan, and he's like, uh, you know, as long as there's magic, there's a will. Th- you know, there's a way to, to win, and, uh, you know, you should never give up hope, even though this future's outlook isn't good. Um, and he gives himself up um, to save everyone, and becomes Merlin's, like, uh, personal prophet, because Merlin wants the helm... But uh, he can't use it, so he needs Doctor Fate in order to use it in order to to predict the future. Yeah. So that's that's where it ends, and it's it's interesting. It also it kind of clicked to me that the 
two Justice League stories were kind of similar in the fact that they're both like an evil army trying to enslave the whole of humanity, but one just uses magic and the other uses Martian tech. So it's kind of similar. They vibe really well together. Yeah. I liked both stories a lot. So good. Yeah. This book was great. Definitely one of my favorites of Future City. Yeah, agreed. Awesome. So we got next uh oh i have block hammer visions number one uh this one's pretty cool it's going to be an anthology of uh, black hammer stories told within the universe by like guest creators so um awesome. so this issue is by Patton oswalt uh dean Cotts, and jason wordy uh this one's really cool it's, it involves one of my favorite black hammer characters golden gale uh while they were still trapped on the farm mm-hmm. and it's told from the perspective of two high school girls on their graduation day. And they're like sitting in a diner, like talking about like, you know, like memories from high school or whatever. And they're like, oh yeah, you remember fourth grade? You, Cause you know, it's a small town. They all grew up together going to the same school. So like, yeah, there was that weird girl in fourth grade. Turns out it was golden Gale, <laughs> and they keep having like, they, they go back and they're like, yeah, but like, do you remember her cousin? And then it goes, it, you know, First of all, Golden Gale, when they were in fourth grade, was weird enough and saying, like, some fucked up, <laughs> fucked up shit for, for a fourth grade. Yeah, they grader, talk about like, poetry day, and then she's like, they fuck you up, your mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> no. Language! And then she's, yeah. like, running around screaming, like, yeah, like, I'm a sexually active 50-year-old, and I turn into a 10-year-old whenever I say Zafram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just need a cigarette and a solid lay. And they're like, they're like Jesus what the fuck? Christ. Yeah. Inappropriate. Yeah. Inappropriate. Darn, darn kids say yeah. the damn this exactly. thing. And she's just running away going, the frams, the frams, the frams. Yeah, like, uh, freaking out. Um, you know, yes, and new then show on Nickelodeon. Kids say some fucked up shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the fram. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so like that was weird enough as it was, and then jump forward to when they were in eighth grade, and it, it seems like uh the the weirdo of the two high school friends, uh Eunice is her name. Yeah. She seems to be the only one who's like. You don't remember Golden Gale? And then, you know, that was weird. And then also, do you remember her cousin, Wendy, who was also looked exactly like Golden Gale? Golden Gale. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she looked exactly like her and said all the same weird shit and was totally, you know, like, "Hmm, it's a little weird. And then uh, the other girls just kind of like, what, you know, whatever, who cares? And, uh, you know, they kind of get in like a like a fight, like the, you know, the other girl, um, Barbara, wants to go to. Uh, like the high school party to kind of like say goodbye to everybody, and Eunice is like, "Those are all jocks. We already said goodbye I'm to too them. What cool the fuck for is that deal? shit?" Yeah, well, uh, too weird. Too for weird. That yeah, shit, everyone fucking blows. Yeah, yeah. She, well, she's just she's just a, the you know the town weirdo, and uh, you know Rebecca wants or Barbara wants to go party. Yeah. So so they have a little like fight, and then uh, Eunice is like walking through a field and sees. Once again, Golden Gale, who's still in fourth grade, and uh, Talkie Walkie, and she runs so up good. and she's like, yo, Gale, Wendy, whatever the fuck your name is, what the fuck is your deal? <laughs> the fuck is going on? Don't say that you're another cousin. You got a, don't, don't you got say a fucking this, robot. What's up? You, you got a robot. <laughs> what, is, what is this thing's deal? Don't tell me it's a science experiment. Like, I want to know what's up. <laughs> and, like, right as, you know, like, she's like, uh, Madam Dragonfly pops up. And she basically starts to put a spell on her. And she's like, breathe and forget. Let time trod on. Drift the minutes from dusk till dawn. A life of comfort. Bland as rust. Married breed. Then back to... And then 
like Golden Gale's like, no, 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 you bitch. Like, she's a weirdo. Let her be a weirdo. Like, you can, I understand that she has to forget us because, yeah. you know, we're us, but like, don't you dare take away whatever it is that makes her weird. Yeah. Like, not cool, man. Like, I don't know how she managed to be weird in this, like, bullshit little town of ours, but figure like, it out. Like, keep that shit. Let her, let her keep yeah. that. Uh, so she does. And, uh, she, you know, they, the, the two friends end up going to the party and it's all great. But the thing I really like about this comic, on top of it just being a really great snapshot of Golden Gale, it's totally a Ghost World crossover. <laughs> it's Eunice and Barbara are clearly Enid and Rebecca, like not even pretending like it's not them. It's another case of like Black Hammer is just, you know, a vehicle for uh, Jeff Lemire to use, you know shazam and instead of shazam is golden gale yeah. or instead of you know like it's it's the same thing we he that he always does you know like uh skull digger and skeleton boy is clearly like i wanted to write a punisher book but here's my version yeah, and I, this I, is, I always looked at it like it was his own doom patrol right yeah, yeah but but like they're all very like you know uh barbalian it's, couldn't be more martian man it's the justice like, league if they were the doom patrol <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they were real sad about yeah, it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously he makes it his own, but absolutely, the, yeah. the character tropes are allows him to kind of like play around with that like mythology of this. Like Madame Dragonfly has very Tales from the Crypt and like Crypt Keeper vibes, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like there's a lot of stuff where you can you can you know play with those lines. And this is uh, Pat Oswalt clearly saying. What if the Ghost World girls were in that town? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Like that's such a good little, uh, you know, like. And then it ends with a with a quote from Amy Mann in Ghost World, uh, as well in uh, the movie. So, yeah, it's it, it was a super awesome. I, think- I I can't wait for the rest of this. Like, I mean, we we've, we've re- talked about some other Patton Oswalt uh, comics of the you know uh modok book but uh and this is such a yeah. great cool idea for black hammer where you have like you have this whole universe now have some other creators tell stories in it like it's that's i'm, I'm yeah, stoked it's, for this it's been series. exclusively jeff lemire's baby this whole time and now it's other people who have appreciated it for as long as it's been around and yeah. like being able to play with that too yeah it's super i'm really cool. excited because the next one's supposed to be like someone who gets stuck in um like a cabin of horrors and uh, like like a madam dragonfly's house like who should be pretty wild too oh yeah that's so sick yeah it looks really cool so i'm excited for it cool yeah loved it awesome <clears throat> so yeah so uh wolverine black and white and blood number three by a whole shitload of people uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's three stories the first one's by john ridley and jorge fornez mm-hmm. uh the second story was by donnie cates and chris Bacalo. And then the third one is, once again, Jed McKay and Jesus Saez. There he is, big Jed McKay, making another appearance on the show. Double dipping. Yeah. yeah. This guy keeps popping up. Yeah, man. <laughs> Can't get away from him. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. So um, this first story is a, uh, a Silver Samurai bit. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's it's kind of his whole history with Silver Samurai and, like, this girl that they were like at different points of her life they were both the father figure yeah if i'm reading yeah, this miko. right what's well, that it, it's miko yes i'm just gonna say it until you realize all the canon stories 
It's it's Amiko. Fine. <laughs> it's his daughter. Like it's, it's his daughter. Yeah, but it's yeah. also like yeah. There's all that. It, bag. Isn't she, isn't <laughs> she isn't she Silver Samurai's like like blood sister? Like they're like biologically related, no, it's right? Ma- RJ? It's his Mariko's uh, brother. Well, that's Mariko. Yeah. That's his wife. His wife's brother. Okay, yeah, but they're so basically his daughter is adopted niece to Silver Samurai because yeah. he has he has a stake in the game as well. Anyway. Right. Yeah, so he has to fight Silver Samurai, but he also has to fight, like, his army. And then, like, once he slashes through his army, he has to fight, like, ten Ronin. And he has to slash through all those guys. And then, like, by the time he kills all these dudes, then beats Silver Samurai, it's Amiko. Yeah, and he's get... like, well, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna do that. Fight. Yeah. I'm not gonna fight Amiko. So he just puts his claws back in and just lets her stab him in the chest. Well, that one's really cool, too, because, like, he's like, well, my first thought is that, you know, Silver Samurai mind-controlled her. And he's like, yeah, maybe part of that is the case. But also, she has every right to be mad at uh-huh. me because we kind of abandoned her. Like, we put her in a boarding school where she wanted for nothing. Like, she was taken care of, but we weren't there. Like, I went off and did X-Men stuff, and, and my, you know, lady friend went off and did her stuff. Yeah, so, I'm yada yadaing through a lot of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I thought that was really cool that he's just like, not only, you know, is I'm just gonna let her do this. Also, she has every right to. Yeah. Well, yeah. then, and then has like, she has like, a good, she has a good cry about it, and mm-hmm. then he's like, "All right, we done." <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I, but I'm me, and I just he just gets back up. <laughs> yeah, but but he does say like she did take a piece of my heart with that one, which is gonna take a while to heal, yep. which is like this kind of double entendre kind mm-hmm. of thing. But then uh, they all walk off as as a as a little family. Yeah, it's very nice. Like you do. It's nice. You know the family that slays together. Uh, <laughs> stay- <laughs> slays together. Stays together. Oh my god! I just liked the whole like thing. Was like I'm fighting Silver Samurai. In five months, I'll fight him again. Yeah. In a year, I'll fight him again. Yeah. And just and like just I did like, five months ago. Yeah. Like, I'm just I'm yeah. gonna just keep fighting this dude. <laughs> Yeah, I love Wolverine's whole Japan history. I do love a good Wolverine Japan story. Yeah, always. And this one's great. The or art, the- Madripoor. Yeah, the mysterious wherever uh, non-location that Madripoor is. Right. Yeah, the artwork in this is great. Once again, this this black, white, and red style really lends itself well to this. Um, then the second story where the black, white, and red style doesn't really necessarily lend itself very well to was this Chris Bocciolo, um Donnie Cates story. The story I really liked, the artwork I really liked, it's just Chris Bocciolo in non-color is kind of hard to follow. There, I, I feel like the characterizations are good, but the action sequences get a little bit like... Like, yeah, like you said, just hard to follow. They're busy. Very, very yeah, busy. Yeah, very, very busy. Color seems to cut through the busyness a little bit, um, but I, I, I still really like it. Chris Bocklow is, like, one of my favorites, and I know Same. that that is, he's very stylized, like, so. I, I love when he's on X-Men. Like, I always love it when he's on X-Men. Uh, his run on Doctor Strange is phenomenal. But yeah, this could have this used some color, but... The the story is pr- the story I really liked. Um, so he's just at this bar, and runs into um, Cosmic Ghost Rider, 
because this is a Donnie Cates story. <laughs> and Cosmic Ghost Rider's like, I, I, I know this bar because Wolverine, he's talking to Wolverine. He's like, look, I know this place. I know this time and, and, and location. You used to tell this story about a fight you got in at this bar, and I want to check it out. I want to see this. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, Juggernaut just blasts through the wall. And like the Koi, man. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> and yeah. Uh, Wolverine didn't see him coming because he was too distracted by uh, Cosmic Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider's smell because he just smells like hate and vengeance and hot dogs. That's usually as you, as you do, I guess. Yeah, that's usually I what mean, I smell like after I eat hot dogs too. Yeah, that's oh. usually that's that's my default. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> that's your default smell. That's what. Yeah, if I had a celebrity fragrance, <laughs> no, it would be hate, vengeance, or hot dogs. Oh, just both. <laughs> it's well, all my, of them. mine's hate and vengeance. Adams is hot dogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> I just smell like hot dogs. So then uh, <laughs> Ghost Rider realizes that now he's changed the course of this story by being there. Yeah. So like he has to help him fight Juggernaut. Because of course he does. And that's... that's- I, I just really like the, the initial like back and forth between the two of them because like it's just... This guy sitting at the bar and Wolverine We used looks to play over. poker like 500 years ago. It's like, yeah. no, we're we doing that now. What we currently about? play poker. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, like I said, a million years ago. Um, but no, even before that, it's just them two sitting at the bar. Wolverine turns and goes, castle? <laughs> and he's like, wow, man, it's... I." You, you really can't be beat, huh? You are the best at this shit, because, uh, yeah, technically I'm Castle, but I am a million years old. Yeah, he and is so not much... Frank anymore. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, he's pretty Frank. Uh, nice. I mean, he smells like Frank's. Uh, yeah! I did it, guys. He's no longer Frank, he's Frankenfurter. Oh. But yeah, so, so basically, na- now puns. Ghost Rider has to help him beat... Yeah. Um... Uh, juggernaut because he he fucked it up. He for changed him. the and outcome it, by observing it. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, and, and then by the end, he's just like, "So I know you. You're gonna tell this story like you always did, <laughs> right? <laughs> really? Right. It's probably it's probably how it always went down. Exactly. Which is Wolverine tells the story like he just handed it to Juggernaut, right? Because of course he would. <laughs> yeah. Because timeless time is cipl- cyclical. Frank was always in this story. Correct. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, don't think too hard about time travel. It's also like it's a fine. fishing story you always embellish. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just in comedy. Flashback to him, like, paying Juggernaut to bust his wall. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, you gotta, you gotta help me out, okay? I need a cool fucking I'm story. Go in I gotta there. impress, I gotta impress yeah. some people. Just help <laughs> me out, dog. <laughs> or he just kicks him in the shin a couple blocks away and then runs over <laughs> the <laughs> he's like he's gonna be a beer any minute <laughs> juggernaut's not fast but he's reliable <laughs> exactly that's how juggernaut's business that dude's him. always on time <laughs> so the the third story is um we get wolverine and magic on mars <laughs> it's like an x-force <laughs> mission yeah, like, Fight, like fighting Martian aim. Yeah, yeah. fighting Martian aim. This name. was. Or, I thought this was kind of, I thought this was a cool story. The action was cool. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So so basically, Magic just drops him off, and then he has to fight these aim guys who have um their own death's head. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Always good. And he's like, dope. he's like tricked out with all of this stealth shit. Like he can't smell it. He can't hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it blasts his eyes out with like some sort of like, laser vision. So like now like he the, can't see. Yeah. That's the first thing it did. I was like, that's a smart ass robot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but these True. aim guys keep like bragging about it and talking about their plan and monologuing. And oh yeah. Like- because their whole plan is that they, they are like the, the supreme, like of, of, of all the human race. They're like the four best people mm-hmm. and they're going to clone themselves yep. into a new human race and they're going to nuke the fucking earth because we don't they're need those the guys anymore. They're doing the fucking villain speech because they can't help yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. So yep. Lo- Logan the whole time is like, just keep talking, just keep talking because then he realizes anytime the robot gets between him and AIM, he can't hear them talking anymore and then the- because his yeah. the way his stealth works is it absorbs sound. So then there's just this giant hole in... Yeah. I thought it was really cool how they showed that in the panel, like his fist came up and it blocked the speech bubbles. So I thought that was really yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, that was super well done. Yeah, but yeah, like so you said, he just he just puts this thing down with no and then completely blind, which is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, back to the beginning when when Magic dropped him off, she's like, "I'm gonna be back in 30 minutes. You should be here." He's like, "Yeah, you know me. I'll be there." And she's like, "And bring me a present." Yeah. So he shows up with one of the aim guys' helmets. Yeah, and he's like, "He's like, here. It's a collector's item. It's one of four. There's this great panel where she's trying it on. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. It's great." Yeah, this is yeah, a, this is a fun little book. He also yeah. like suggests he's like, "Yo, everyone else has a planet that they live. You want to you want to live on this planet?" And she's like, "Oh, what?" And like constantly be ferrying people back and forth to Mars because I can teleport. I fucking think not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, love, I got shit to do. <laughs> I love Ileana in 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 the current the current canon. She's uh, so, so sassy. Good. Yeah, she don't got time for anyone's shit. <laughs> Too much of that Krakoan coffee. Right. Oh yeah. Got her fucking oh, yeah. hype. She's just she's just hyped up all the exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. Just amped. Wired. Way too amped. <laughs> yeah. This is a fun book. I, I like I like small digestible X Men stories, and this is just that. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. It's like it it is at its core a Wolverine story, but it's also just a really good X Men story. Yeah. Too. We're getting some yeah. cool stories, and then like uh, yeah, and then we just get new creators and takes on it, so you get like different angles on it, which is always fun. And just like there's so many different like versions of Logan, and you know we get to kind of see little snapshots of them. And it seems like in this series they're trying to explore all of them, mm-hmm. which is cool. You get a little bit of of all the different flavors at each one of these issues. Yeah, I lo- I love how in the preview for the next one it says the bloodshed continues with stories by. I'm like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, and there's some great talent on the next issue as well. Yeah, so. it's like Kelly Thompson's coming is on uh, doing a story next week, right? Uh, Ed yep. Brisson, I think, is doing one. Yep. So, yeah, I'm there. I'm in. This book's great. Yeah. It's. It was. It was another one of those things where, like, I saw Chris Bocciolo and Wolverine, and I was like, "Yes, please." <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right. So now we get to talk about Sword. I mean, we're going to talk about Sword. Manifold. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> on issue three. Uh. So. Sword is by Al Ewing, uh, and this issue is drawn by Valera Shidi as normal, but also has Ray Anthony Height, Bernard Chang, and Nico Leon, and uh, Marty Gracia on colors, because there's a um, few different 
scene transitions that change art. Um, and uh, this issue is all all about Manifold, and uh, it starts with him getting like calling Lila Cheney and going, "Yeah, you're you're in charge right now because I'm going to be out of signal range." And um, so it's like, "Oh, where am I going? You know where I go, just everywhere." And there's this huge like double page splash of him going to like all these different worlds, and each uh, it's like segated in the panels, and every panel is a different color shade. It's gorgeous oh, too. It's so, so pretty. Gorgeous. I, I was reading this and I got to this. So I was like, okay, I'm fucking in. Like, what? I don't know. I don't um, know anything about Manifold, but I am ready to learn. <laughs> right. It's it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and this is way later in the issue, but there's one part specifically when like referring to the way that Manifold teleports. Yeah. Abigail Brand has personal notes where she's like, uh, he talks to space. So it's he says it's not telling, it's asking. It still terrors terrifies me if I think about it for too long. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, he's not he's, a teleporter, he like communicates with space. And it moves yeah. him to where he needs to go. Or he moves. Yeah, it folds it. in half for yeah, him. Which is <laughs> like that's that's actually super scary. Yeah, that's like I, I, that's like, I like way that. crazier. How he's not just a teleporter because like there's so many teleporters. Yeah, it's like, a different like, type of thing. And like, and I think that's why he has the power to like go to different dimensions. It's not just I'm going from point A to point B. It's like I can go anywhere that I want, yeah. <laughs> or that the universe allows me because he's asking permission, <laughs> which is nice. So he he ends up showing uh, going to uh, his uncle in Australia, and um. They they kind of talk to him about how, uh, their like current situation is like they're uh in the midst of King and Black and they're and you know he's like making sure they're safe and um they're like we th- we think your your group caused this it's like what the X Men it's like no Australia loves the X Men <laughs> which is a great callback to the Outback era and then he's like no the Avengers and he's like oh yeah and then there's like a a brief like. Uh, overview of um, Manifold's backstory of, I guess him. I don't know if he was mind wiped or something, but he he murdered people. Um, yeah, it definitely doesn't seem like he he meant to. Um, and also he's apparently a mentor to Gateway, which is dope. <laughs> Gateway's awesome. <laughs> um, and uh, the he's he's talking about um you know, Kokoa and how it's, it's safe. And, uh, cause they're, they're worried about him. Uh, and then, um, he's like, listen, they, uh, they made up these three laws. You know what the third one is? Respect the sacred land. They're okay. And, uh, his uncle goes, they still had to make it a law. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, God damn. Yeah. He's, he's not so wrong. Good. He's not <laughs> yeah, wrong. I, I love, I love that line. Yeah. I, I, so, I love that indigenous wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Right. So then his next stop is the fucking Snarks, which, um, <laughs> I had to read and figure out what the fuck it, this all was. Oh man. <laughs> there's a whole, there's a whole data page for Snark war. Yeah. Which I, I read it and it, it didn't help. <laughs> so the, I just the went, sti- yep, all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Snarks are like, like villains that, well, they, they've been in a lot of books, but they first appeared in Power Pack. And uh, they're, I guess they're, they're species like separating the clans and they're constantly having a war to see who's in charge. Right. To, to continue my Star Wars allegory, <laughs> uh, they're just Trindoshans. Fair enough. 
I don't. Tra- are transgenders constantly? That doesn't mean for anything to hierarchy? me. <laughs> well, they're just they're just lizards, so they're constantly have to be fighting everything. But transgenders don't like steal superpowers, do they? No, I but cool, I was just. Though. But yeah, I know what you mean. As uh, yeah. far as like the hierarchy thing goes, I know. Yeah, they're constantly yeah. just like I have to be the most powerful of all time. Yeah. Like that, that, that's just uh, all. Trans- that also doesn't help me either, are- so it's fine. I don't think I know anything about Bosk. I know I know Bosk. I don't. I don't think Sean knows. Who I don't Bosk. know any of the words oh. you guys are saying, so we could just keep moving. It's the on. lizard <laughs> in a jumpsuit. It's the lizard in a jumpsuit. The lizard in a jumpsuit. Love it. Speaking anyway, anyway, speaking of a lizard in a jumpsuit, fine. he he starts talking. He starts talking to the snark. This dude was dope. Like he's a dick, but he was fucking cool. <laughs> What's his name? Oh shit! I don't. Name. Um. Oh. Uh, to jag, uh, they don't have Dejar- they don't have easy Dejagar. names. <laughs> Prince to Jagyard. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's talking to the, he's talking to the snark, and he has got a business proposition. Essentially, since snarks can steal um powers, he's gonna offer up mutants that have powers and give them to the snark, and the snark will help team up with Koa and fight Null. Um, yeah, and basically the snark's like, well, you do know that like the process of stealing the powers can kill them, right? And manifold's like, yeah, it's actually better. It just like yeah, they're hoping makes that it really yeah. It's like it just it cuts out a few steps, and the snark's like, what? And he's like, don't worry about it's it. Fine, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. They're good. They're good with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So then the snark goes on this monologue about how uh, his, uh, their sister was about to take over this planet. Um, that was like a, a sparsely populated uh, but vast mineral resourced planet. And she showed up there and Noel had already taken it over. So or destroyed he, it. He'd, so, yeah. yeah. So they were able to um, just blindside the sister from uh, the sister like going onto a planet that was already conquered and wipe out the sister so they're like noel is doing my job for me <laughs> why would i want to mess with Noel? Yeah, noel's destroying all the planets i don't have a planet so the- go Noel. i'm and team Noel. Man- manifold's like that's fucking nuts okay <laughs> um, yeah. bye all right never mind this this was a mistake yeah. <laughs> uh so manifold leaves and the snark gets murdered by someone yeah which i guess well, I guess that's going to be a future storyline. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> or not, um, which would be fucking wild. <laughs> so then then Manifold's next stop is, oh man, so he's like spying on Henry Gyrich? I think he's supposed uh, to go meet with him, but then ends up spying because he hears like some him talking oh, on yeah. the phone. Yeah. I think he's supposed right. to meet with him, but then he's like, wait, this dude talk. And he makes himself invisible. Yeah, this dude talk. That was cool. But then he finds out that Jairich is um, in league with Orcus, which is the the organization that built the mother mold in space that killed all the yeah. X-Men in House of X4. That's not great. <laughs> no, not, not the best. <laughs> not ideal. And he also leaves before he gets to find out that Jairich has a, um, a mole in sword. Mole in sword. Yeah. So I was just really proud of myself that I remembered what Orcus was from all of that. And I was like, I'm also very I'm proud, so of proud of you. But you didn't know who Henry was, did you? I did not. 
but I knew no, at least what okay. the implication was. I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers are going to kill some mutants. <laughs> also, uh, calling it now that the mole is that Fabian asshole. Oh, the Magneto worshiper? No, that's too obvious. I, th- I know it's too obvious, but I'm it's just going to go ahead and it's call gonna it. It's going to be someone that we like, and it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. <laughs> not peepers. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it can't, oh, it's gonna, no, it can't. It better not be peepers. Oh, no, not peepers. It can't be peepers. Gotta protect my baby boy peepers. <laughs> <laughs> Not he, sees, you. he sees too much with those eyes. We gotta protect him. <laughs> e two e- peepers. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be like uh, mastermind, where it's like right. or not mastermind, uh, whatever the the dude with the think tank. <laughs> the dude with the think tank. Yeah. yeah, there's so many characters in this comic specifically that I just have no idea who they are, so I can't really speculate. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this issue was so, great though. Yeah, and then the I guess the, the just the last thing is Manifold gets back and, uh, and he's like, "What? What's this? Uh, and uh, what happened here?" And then uh, it's Noel Cable and Cable, and he's like, "I happened." It's like, "All right, God, he's just God. taking. He's just one and taking over." I feel over like Manifold's just like, "God, the day I fucking had. Like, are you serious?" <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> now I gotta put up with this shit. Like, I couldn't, get, I couldn't get the snark to help me. Yeah. There's freaking Orcus. I gotta deal with. Now this shit, yeah. God, give me a fucking break. It's, it's a manifold in the very good, in the very terrible, not so good day. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Um, well, speaking of a very terrible, not so good day, um, X Force number seventeen uh, by ben- um, Benjamin Percy, Joshua Casara, and Guru EFX. Dude, the, the many deaths of Quentin. The Quire. montage yeah, to exactly. start this issue. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> the Wolverine bear. Uh, he, he's uh, first off he's on the cover is wearing a shirt that says i died 100 times and all i got was this lousy t-shirt because of course quentin it definitely Quire. set the tone for this issue uh, yeah this whole issue is very quentin choir centric so of course i fucking love it because that's my boy uh my my cocky piece of shit <laughs> that i love so much um and it just starts out with a montage of all the fucking times that he died and he's just like i what did i do to goddamn deserve this and uh, you know, and he ends up uh, uh, investigating. Dude. There's like a report of this, like this cruise ship that they they sent out a distress signal c- because they got too close to Krakoa. They said that Krakoa boarded and it was attacking them. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, it's like, well, that's obviously not true. Send X Force to figure out what's going on. Um, so it's obviously some kind of a trap or a mistake. And he gets there, everyone's dead except for like three people, and those three people are convinced that they saw. Um, mutants killing them. Um, he like looks in their mind. One person saw Wolverine. One person saw uh, Colossus, and the other person saw Quentin Quire. So he's like, "What the fuck is going on here?" But more importantly, behind that mystery is uh, Quentin Quire just trying to connect the pieces. Like every time he dies, he he like loses a little piece of that like puzzle, and he feels like he's like not whole anymore. Yeah, he needs and- to know why he died to kind of keep all the things in line to figure out what the fuck's going on. To keep on. the pieces, yeah. yeah. Um, and then it's him hanging out with Phoebe, which is his girlfriend from the Cuckoos, and it's them having like a very serious heart-to-heart um, where basically uh, she she like tells him, like, I know you didn't kill those people because I was spying through Healer's eyes, and you didn't have a fucking head. So my guess here, the mystery is that they're using Quentin Quire's brain to psionically attack people to like frame the X Men, mm-hmm. um, uh, because that's you know what that they've been doing that with like Domino and like all these other characters. So, um, 
but in the process of having this like super heart to heart, uh, she's like, yo, why are you so scared? Because like it's you keep dying because you clearly don't believe in yourself and you keep dying because you clearly think you deserve it. So he like opens up about like shit he's never told anyone shit he, like, he blocked li- from even he himself like, literally makes a fucking omega key and unlocks his brain which i thought was really yeah. cool yeah because he, he had locked it away from himself yeah. turns out his childhood was so bad and he his powers manifested because he was like abused by his parents and when when his powers did manifest they instant it instantly killed both of his parents so he he's like, I always knew I was adopted, but I never knew why. Turns out I killed my own parents. He probably made his parents go away with yeah, his powers. Exactly. Because, yeah. yeah, because, you know, he was just, he was always told that, you know, they were telling him he was weak and that he was worthless. And finally, the, the powers manifested and they went away, which mm. is probably just deep down what he wanted, but... Yeah, yeah, they really, they, they really. Then we get a data page that's been saying he's he's been trying to get resurrected with a bigger dick, which is <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> so I mean, you know, yeah, he, he the, the data go. page is the data page is so good because it's the five like trying to like talk to the count the quiet council, <laughs> and it's, the five are like, yo, like, we can't. Like I know that we're allowing people to like augment their bodies, but this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's and like then, an itinerary of yeah. every change he's made, and it's yeah. like and he's blonde, like, want- pink, blonde, pink. <laughs> yeah, no. Rose gold. Like, I wanted to be uh, pink instead of or rose gold instead of pink. And it's like, no, I wanted to be pink again. No, all right. Uh, take the hair follicles off my face so I don't have to shave. Yeah, yeah. Take the hair follicles off my head so I don't have to shave. And then one of them is redacted, yeah. and it's <laughs> clearly a bigger dick. Uh, <laughs> I just like at the nose. She's like, God, he's so annoying. <laughs> it's like, give me a bigger dick. No, smaller. No, too small. No, yeah, we got to. Yeah, we got to dial. We'll, we'll dial this in. Uh, Can you imagine? I just uh, <laughs> then we get the Quentin Quire fashion show. Yeah, we do. Because uh, basically, after after they have this like really cool like like heart to heart, Phoebe's like, oh yeah, while we were at the hospital, I called Jumbo, and yeah, we're gonna get you a new outfit to make you feel better. And he's like, wait, how did you know I would? And she's like, you're not the only one playing 4D psionic chess, buddy. Okay, <laughs> I've been new what we were gonna do here today um so jumbo is there to to revamp his entire style uh and like basically he's just like yeah it's like can you just stop being uh very uh childish and human uh like your 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 style is so like pedestrian immature outdated stale tacky and decidedly human (laughs) damn Uh, yeah Yeah, so we have there's a whole uh outfit montage yeah. where <laughs> outfit montage yeah it's a two post-apocalyptic uh, and he's like in like mad max battle yeah. armor uh too clingy and he's clearly just like a pink version of green yeah, man from great yeah. from uh, always sunny uh too pouchy and he's clearly just cable. like cable <laughs> too uh, pouchy i like meanwhile too much- pretty woman by roy orbison is playing <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. no yeah uh, too much pee pee, and it's just him as blob. Uh, that was what like, I think that was my favorite one. <laughs> too much pee pee. You can show. Yeah, you can see his dick. Uh, you can see his dick. the pee. Yeah. 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 Uh, well then. Too shiar because he looks like friggin' gladiator. Uh, too bad mentory because he looks like Wolverine. He's even got like psionic claws. Yeah, that's mentor. <laughs> 
But then we finally land on his new actual superhero costume Which is for abs- the first time. It's just absurd. It's fucking great. I love that he's got psionic glasses yeah. because one of, the, one of the other augmentations was that he's like, I don't want to have to wear glasses. I simply wanted to be a fashion accessory. Yeah. I think his new costume <laughs> looks kind of dope. I, I, I think it's great. I think it would have been funny if they just landed on his, his default look. That would have been pretty funny. Yeah. That would have been yeah. just I mean, gone I back. Have- I do love the snarky T-shirts, but uh, I I think this is this is the next evolutionary. This is step a good for outfit Quentin for Quire. him to work like when he's doing X Force shit. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, you can only you can only be a snarky teenager for so long. At some point, right. you you have to use your words, yeah. not your snarky yeah, yeah. T-shirts. That that look is uh, you grow out of it. Right. I feel exactly. Like we've all been there. We've all done the t-shirt and blazer thing. <laughs> right. Eventually you just Speak for yourself. I have not grown out. <laughs> Eventually you just got to buy a button down. Yeah. And then you die inside. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, the end of this yeah, confused no, me though. It's fucking great. And then there's a the big page reveal that uh I don't understand, but I don't care cuz it was just a good I didn't understand issue. this at all. Uh I'm excited to read the next issue to understand it. What's the next? But uh I don't know. Uh, There's just some... I think we should move on because we're running out of time real fast here. Fine. All right. And shout outs. Oh, I have yeah. one of those. Yeah. So we had a new image, number one, this week. Um, Radiant Black, number one. Uh, Kyle Higgins. Uh, Marcelo Costa. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Kyle Higgins and Marcelo Costa. Um, this was an interesting one. This basically is just a down on his, <laughs> down on his luck author who's basically just lying to everyone except for himself that he sold this cool book that he didn't even start so he had to move back home and he ends up catching up with his uh like a like a high school friend like an old friend in his hometown and they're like at the bar they're just kind of figure out what the fuck's gonna go on and then they're they this little like black hole thing kind of comes near them and he's like that's weird and then obviously he I'm gonna touch he it touches it <laughs> and <laughs> he gets a fucking like super suit um and ends up like figuring out like he can think and like make you know <laughs> the one there's a great scene where it's like basically he like ends up throwing up and the guy's like oh my god you don't have a mouth how are you throwing up without a mouth like what is going <laughs> on right now <laughs> um but it's like a cool suit like he can think at whatever so he can like he's got like he can fly he's got like uh levitation powers he can make the suit go on and off just by it's, thinking it's about all it. very instinctual yeah uh, so it's, it's all very super sentai which is super cool it's very cool it's the action super, panels yeah. were were awesome the art in this i thought was really cool um just showing like how the powers are working um so eventually he's just kind of figuring out like all right everything's changed i gotta figure out what the fuck i'm gonna do with my life now especially now that apparently i have superpowers <laughs> um yeah. And I thought that, you know, so I was like, okay, cool. And then the last couple of pages, you know, the, the guy basically says like, you know, um, I'm kind of like, I'm like the, I'm one of a kind, like you're one of a kind now. And then the, 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 the book ends with another suit of a, like a slightly different color. And it's just a dude blowing up a building and robbing a bank. So it's like, okay, so maybe just a bunch of these alien or whatever they are suits came down and. There's a whole bunch of people with freaking powers now on this planet yep. or on Earth, I guess. I'm assuming it's Earth, but yeah, uh, I thought it was a really good origin. Like, I'm very invested in this guy immediately, yeah. especially because he's like got forty thousand dollars in oh, debt. And, like, guy. you can't relate to that shit. Yeah, right. You know, 
yeah, he's very yeah. He had to move in with his parents, and he's just like, oh, um, he's like, mom. Just my like, my coworker pointed out that it kind of feels like very akin to like Invincible, but instead of being like a teenager with the the whole world ahead of him and like hopes and dreams, it's like the opposite. It's like if Invincible didn't get his powers until he was thirty. <laughs> that's yeah like but yeah he was beaten down by life first yeah, and, he's and just then been got waiting powers. for something to happen and it just didn't <laughs> so you're saying yeah, yeah, i yeah. still have a chance to get superpowers it's that's what we're like. saying so that's you're what saying we're saying i have a chance yes. it's not it's never too late <laughs> never too yeah late. i like this one uh i i pretty much always pick up image number ones at this point um definitely going to come back for a number two i really i you know check it out cool yeah image has, has had a good track record of number ones this last year yeah and there's a few more coming out and i'm i'm gonna buy all of them probably <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> so all right so uh teenage mutant ninja turtles number 114 by sophie campbell with uh colors by Rhonda pattison um yeah it was just like uh, we 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 get a lot more token razor they're super fucking adorable. They're awesome. Yeah, they are. Um, we get Lita from the future meeting present Lita, which is also fucking adorable. It's so good. I love how she's like, I don't want to be pink. I want a better color. Pink's lame. <laughs> and, then, and then and then it changes her mind when she's like, well, maybe pink yeah, is maybe super cool. Yeah. There's just so many just adorable moments. Yeah. Um, Bebop and Rock. Also, probably really not a good idea to talk to your childhood. No, self. they're breaking all of the time. Yeah, travel like rules. yeah, every time travel rule, I feel like they broke in this issue. Yeah, and um, <laughs> we also get this great scene where Bebop and Rocksteady crash a show at the Kennel Club. Yes, <laughs> and we get some more after the bomb Easter eggs, uh, which is oh, a very yeah. Sophie Campbell thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just uh-huh. a very great, another great issue of Turtles by Sophie Campbell. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it felt a little bit more like a bridge for the story than than we typically get, uh, but it's a it's a very important bridge. Like it's yeah, like we're, a lot of really cool moments in that. Bridge. We're yeah. deep, deep into this story. Um, I would say a, if if you're looking to jump in to turtles um start at 101 uh i would even start before that like city fall like the the last um i'd say like i've been getting people in at 101 and it's yeah, been I great started like, there's, like, there's a trade yeah. of that um after like fr- like fr- from the ashes is the name uh, of that yeah, story yeah, arc yeah. and yeah it's it's a great jumping on point because mm-hmm. it, it's got all the heart and like it you don't really need to know how the city got that way but they do a good job of catching you up yeah. to it. You know, City Fall is a really good story. Like if you want to pick oh, up the sure, City yeah. Fall trade, I highly recommend it. Is that um, like the like the ninety to hundred ish range? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of that where I jumped. Run. That's kind of where I jumped in, and then got to a hundred right before it came out. Because Adam's like, we're talking about a hundred. Yeah, it's fucking like, happening. I, <laughs> if, if you want a good laugh, go find the the episode where I break down episode oh, one hundred right. to three people who have never read this book before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that book was wild. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as the breakdown that you did of the uh, Triceraton stuff. That's just, well, that's I tried to funny. just breeze past the Triceratons, and everyone's like, <laughs> and you couldn't. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm going like, to stop hold you on, right hold there. Hold on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I, that was before we had even like known anything about. Yeah. Oh man. This, yeah. And this might be a controversial opinion, but I think this is the best iteration of the turtles that's ever had i'm loving it. i mean i i certainly have never cared about the turtles before this and sophie campbell has made me care it's like, just like i hot i've i've been on board with this series for i have all 114 issues of this book and it's just it's good from start to finish like yeah. if you want to 
it, any trade you can jump in on. It's just it's so good. There's they set up a lot of great lore. Um, it's it's fucking awesome. I love yeah. this book. Absolutely. Well, speaking of jumping into a series, uh, my shout out is uh, Eternals number two, uh, by Kieran Gillen, Isad Ribic, and Matthew Wilson. Um. We just get more of like the you know battling Thanos as expected. Um, awesome. uh, Zurus is uh, has been murdered, and then they're kind of doing that criminal investigation to figure out who killed him. And it's kind of like, yeah, who cares? Because they're eternal. It's fine. They'll come back. Uh, and that's how we find out. Nope, they ain't coming back because the Earth is broken. Uh, <laughs> and that's Uh-oh. unfortunate. Yeah, that's a big old whoopsie. You don't want <laughs> that to. You don't want to break your Earth. Um, yeah, and they broke the thing that brings. They do back. it in a really Fucking cool way. Change. Like, yeah, right. That is why you don't <laughs> test in a live system. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like they, Kieran Gillen's fucking brilliant because. Basically, he he spent the entire first issue and the entire second issue not telling you that the Earth is broken, but giving you an unreliable narrator, mm-hmm. and that unreliable narrator is Earth. Yeah, and I love that. Basically, Earth is like narrating everything in a very silly and quirky way, and then like apologizing for being silly and quirky and being like, "Something's wrong with me. I don't know what's going on." And I think that's like giving the Earth a voice like that is such a cool like like plot trope like like storytelling trope yeah. it's 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 fantastic um and we got a lot more about Icarus and like Dude, kind of their relationship his a, relationship to some heart-wrenching and- story in here too yeah <laughs> yeah there's one where he's like oh i saw this kid fighting a monster on the beach so i told the kid to you know let me know if the monster comes back um turns out it was the wrong generation like he saw a kid sitting on the beach but it was actually the kid the dude's grandson so he just wasted an entire generation sitting on a beach, like waiting for his god to come back. It's like, oh damn it, yeah, dude. dude! It's brutal. Yeah. Oof. Um. But yeah, and then we uh, we also get Cersei, which I know that uh, RJ was waiting for, and she's uh, the best. She is the best. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's it's I really it was that that whole narrator shit where like once they figure out that the Earth is broken, like the narrator is like, ah. That makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Get a data page yeah. that is just the breakdown of Titan being formed and Thanos. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot going on there. And yeah, it's a great jumping on point. If you've never read Eternals or want to know Thanos' origins, there you they go. You it's all just... Yeah, he's given you a lot of information to and catch like, up. Even even the data page, like the, like the first page to catch you up on what's going on is an unreliable narrator. It's right, like, right. You know, it's talking about like Eternals are eternal. That's the point. If they die, they re- they resurrect. Uh, murder is a small thing for an Eternal, but it's certainly rude. <laughs> <laughs> and in the last issue, there was a shrug emoji in the yeah. in the like initial thing like that. So like, yeah, it's it's putting quirks into a book where that doesn't usually fit. And making it Earth is just such a good. Yeah, it's great. Like, it's so it's fun. I love that. Yeah, it's very. Yeah. It's yeah. It's. And on top, it's gorgeous too. Oh yeah, he's had Rubik's amazing. The so. Thanos fight was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Well, speaking of fun, um, <laughs> King Tank Girl number three is finally here with uh, Alan uh, by Alan Martin and Brett Parson. This whatever demon pact you've made to get a Tank Girl pass issue one worked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here we are. Um, so this was like this issue was super rushed like they there's usually in the past two issues there's been 
kind of two parallel storylines going on. And in this issue, they wrapped up both of those and started two more. So we got the oh, wow. end of two stories and the beginning of two more stories. So there's four Tank Girl stories in this one book. That's a yeah. yeah that's, so they kind of just like, like blast blast through the ending of these other two stories in a very Alan Martin way, where he's just like, "I'm sick of writing this story. It's over. <laughs> I'm bored. Move along." <laughs> but it's like it's great. It's super funny. They're they're all great. Um, and then we we get like this sort of sitting around the campfire origin story of how Tank Girl, Jet Girl, and Sub Girl met. Um. They met in the army. Like, that's as far as we get in this issue. <laughs> but the, the jewel of this issue, the reason why I wanted to talk about this one is the third story is they start um, a, another story arc where they're all sitting around and they're all thirsty and they're all arguing about whose turn it is to make the tea. So they uh-huh. have a race to find out who's making the tea in like, all of these souped up sports cars. So it's like a cannonball run, wacky races race just to find out whose turn it is to make the next pot of tea. Yep. That's, that's so lazy that you make yourself so much more work. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) And, and they've, they've done this before. Like there, there was a whole story arc that's actually collected in trade called skid marks, which is one of my favorite tank girl stories where it's a, a cross-continent race it's like a cannonball run and marky ramon is in it it's awesome sure <laughs> so this is like more of that which i i love that shit just like i love that, cannonball like, run it just I reminds love me of that like hanna barbera race thing that they did forever ago yeah wacky had, races yeah this shit is the best I, I don't remember why like that feel like that was on just like all the time when I was a kid and I would watch it every time. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's fucking great. It's just like it's <laughs> and the the Scooby Doo one. Yeah, yeah there was a yeah. Scooby Doo one. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember well. seeing those like all the time and I'm just like, why is this constantly on and why is it awesome? <laughs> so like I feel like this is Alan Martin going like, hey, remember when we did Skid Marks? What if we did it again? And I'm all in. Yeah. Like That's I, fair. <laughs> I mean, you had me at Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> but um, I, I also, I, I noticed something about King Tank Girl. Um, mm. I keep like losing it in lists, like, uh, like trying to find it. And it's always at the top of a list. And it's apostrophe King Tank Girl. So I think it's actually fucking Tank Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are absolutely correct. <laughs> so that's a neat thing that I noticed just because I, I lost this book in comicsology. You're just I trying to find it every sorted time. Sorted alphabetically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So yeah, top story time. Awesome. Orcs. 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 Uh, <laughs> Orcs number one by friend of the shop, Christine Lorson, who is a treasure and I love I her. I gotta get her on the show. Yeah, yes. that'd be great. Uh, I coerced her. She said yes. Also, I gotta get me one of them autographed issues, man. Yeah, you oh, do. Oh shit! I'll, I'll take a couple down from the. Yeah, from I would the love to have if one. There's any left? Yeah. Um. Yeah. She she came in and did a secret signing uh, without any customers in the store because you know COVID. Sure. Um, That's awesome. So though. if you're Philly local, go grab a copy of Works Number One from the Old City Shop, or if you go to the Willow Grove Shop, let us know. We can grab one for you. I'm officially um, letting you know. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. That's awesome. That's two. All right. I almost um, texted you on Wednesday, but you often don't respond when I text you on Wednesday. You're usually well, busy. Wednesdays. Ouch. That's yeah. that's where you fucked up. It's Wednesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not like I have anything else going yeah, on. What are you on doing? Wednesday. 
Yeah. Every time I text her, um, I'm like, she's not going to get back to me. She's oh, never going to respond. <laughs> and I just hate myself, but- and it's just a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, you know, this this book is super fun. Uh, as Christine said, she's like, there's like a lot of violence in here, and I'm really glad that they're just kind of letting me roll But it's with also it like adorable violence. Exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway. It's, it's Who's great. Who's the publisher uh, on yeah, this? So- is this Boombox? Uh, it's it's kaboom. kaboom. There's Actually, there's yeah. boom. There's boombox and there's kaboom. Is and... kaboom part of boom? Good question. I don't have the answer to okay. that. I was just curious. No, I don't know. Um, I do know that boombox is part of boom. No, yeah, it is. I know that for sure. I thought they were like an offshoot of Silver Sprocket for some reason. Oh, kaboom! No. I think kaboom is looks like it is part of boom, potentially. But I don't. Yes, it is. It's part of boom. Oh, so it's all it's all part of the boom family. Yes. <laughs> Which makes sense, Chris, because Christine did the art on a John Allison book for um, Boom. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, by night it was nice. also awesome. Um, so orcs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it starts out with like a little mini story from one of the orcs who was nah. off. Like, <laughs> I love this shit. This is great. <laughs> so good. Uh, basically, uh, they were like sailing the seven seas and heard a siren song. Yep. And and the sirens like. Oh my God! You can hear me, and they're like, "Yeah, you're so, like it's fine. You're it's like everyone that like, everyone else that came here shipwrecked and died. Yeah, it's like you, yeah, they, it's like you they actually showed up. They were driven mad by my song, and they yeah. killed themselves. You can never. It's leave. like you must and stay for dinner. Well, it's like you can stay. She's like for dinner. Yeah. It's like no forever. It's like wait. It's like oh yeah. He was. Yeah. He's kind of like Oak, sort of on board until that, and he's like, all right, I guess. Right. I'm gonna yeah. Have to kill yeah. Some I'm like. I'll stay for dinner. Yeah, I could eat. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then she, and then she, the siren makes a bunch of like humunculi to fight her, and she just immediately like cuts them all to pieces. And then she's like, "Oh, that was easy enough." And then they all like start to and reform. they put themselves like, together. God, yeah. Damn it! <laughs> hum- humunculi is a fun word. It is a fun. It word. is a fun word. Um, and then she just uses she she throws the sword and just like boops her in the head with the hilt of the sword. She's like, sorry, lady, gotta go, bye. <laughs> bye. I don't have time to stay I forever. Got, I got places to be. Yeah, Adventuring uh, to go. <laughs> so then we uh, we go back to the, the orc uh, lair uh, where they all live in, the, in like a the, cave, yeah. which is super cute. And uh, basically that story was just the elder uh, telling, telling her- a story to like the kids. Yeah, it was like a bedtime yep. story. Uh, yeah. Of of one of uh, the other like orc women's like um, like it is a true story. It's just like it's one, just of, one of the adventures. legends that they tell. And they want exactly. yeah, they're all yeah, upset yeah, yeah. because she's she's cutting it off for the night, and they're like, oh no, yeah. one more. <laughs> and then she just goes and uh, you know goes into the astral plane as what as stoned, as one does <laughs> as one does after like she's clearly just getting stoned. Oh it's yeah, awesome. it's fucking great. Well, she, yeah. like, walks through the town, um, like, says hi, everybody, and she's just rolling through, and, like, people are, like, trying to get to her. She's, like, trying to get to it, and she just fucking... Like, we knew we should have t- talked to her sooner. Yeah. She's already in the astral plane. Yeah, she riddles plane. off this incantation, <laughs> drinks this shit, and she's like, oh, hello, astral plane. And they're like, oh, fuck. God damn it. Just missed her. <laughs> just, just, just missed her this time. <laughs> And then, uh, and then we get uh, the uh, the mom of one of the kids is like, "All right, you uh, you take care of the dog, and dog, you take care of the kid, and uh, I'm gonna go off. We, we and gotta do go some adventuring. adventuring, yeah, 
Yeah. And basically, like, she's like, you think they'll be fine? And her friend's like, somebody will feed them, obviously. <laughs> like, I just love, like, this orc culture of, like, yeah, they'll figure it yeah, out. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We had to fend for ourselves as children. And then immediately you see the kid and he's just like, let's go get the gang together. Let's, it's like him let's and Let's get into like, shenanigans. So, yeah. So there's going to totally be like a Goonies portion and a like... High like fantasy a, adventure portion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, they're both high fantasy yeah, adventure, but yeah. The, the adult uh, um, party and the kid party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love that. And Christine did say she was going for a very Goonies vibe. Yeah, uh, it's great. I've been describing it to people specifically as bone. Yeah, it's slash it's goonies. got a bone vibe for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, so basically, then we find out that the adventure that they have to go on is that they got a map from uh, the <laughs> Mad King. What, what is his name again? From their ki- um, their king, basically their king. But he's the Mad King specifically. Um, the reason they got it, they cut to the guy getting the map. He's like. Uh, we don't know if this is actually trustworthy. Just send Bog and his fucking gaggle of twits after this, and they'll figure it out. I was like, all right, we'll send them. Yeah. <laughs> so these are clearly just like the that was yeah. that was my he's band like, name, Bog and Bog the gaggle of twits. twits. <laughs> yeah. So this seems to be like this, like the the goofballs of the orc troop uh, that yeah, so yeah, far. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "See, it's gonna be fine, and we're gonna get half of our, u- you know, our usual cut, which is half." And then one of the other works is just like, "Oh, good, we do all the work, and half the take seems fair." Uh- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love this B, this orc B team. Yeah, it's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, they end up going to uh, the creepy uh, forest of a-, a name I definitely can't pronounce, and uh, it's like, "Oh, what's wrong, sis? Are you scared?" And she's like. Oh, why would I be scared? It's just this place is filled with creepy trees and creepy birds and creepy crawlies and creepy elves. Elves that make a hole in you faster than you can say, ah, there's a hole in me. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the dialogue That's, is like, super cute and super punchy. It, well, I'm just like, it's like, what's the worst oh, that Mary. can happen? Do you remember the bear incident? And I'm yeah. like, I need to know what the bear incident is. <laughs> I want to yeah. know now. Yeah. Like, I'm me- never going to live the bear yeah, incident. Immediately, I need to know. <laughs> So basically they end up, uh, you know, the, it seems like the only people in this forest are these little cute uh, squirrels, s- squirrels. And then it turns out the squirrels had a massive civil war and are vicious, <laughs> bloodthirsty monsters. Yeah, they like now. beheaded their own king. Which we get the whole <laughs> history from these squirrel revolt. We get these whole, the whole history from like these elves in the forest like kind of hearing it go down and they kind of tell us, oh is these the same squirrels that did this? It's like, yep, that's them. Oh, they'll be uh, fine. Yeah. They could take care of it. <laughs> yeah, they had a massive bloody coup over through the former <laughs> monarchy. The rule by the general that saw the old king's beheading by her <laughs> law and her lo- by her law, interlopers and trespassers are exterminated with extreme pre- prejudice. <laughs> and the one guy oh keeps speaking God. in like prose, and the guy's like, "Why the fuck are you talking like that?" Yeah, he's like real <laughs> yeah. bougie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tis fancy. It's like no. Uh, it's like just, <laughs> just, just, dude, just stop. Stop. Like, well, yeah. I'm, I'm your boy, but like, stop. <laughs> yeah, and like, like the the fancy elf is like. Oh no, the gentle squirrels! What cruel guardians are we to leave them at their most awful fate? And he's like, "Yo, have you seen the squirrels yeah. in the last yeah, like decade? They are, they're fucking, they're fucking brutal. They're, they're scary." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and, and basically their entire plan is to just piss off the squirrels to get them out of hiding and then run. And that's where the book leaves off. Yeah, they, they 
they I call love it. <laughs> it's like they give them like they kind of taunt them and they're like your mama was a flea bit badger. It's like Yeah. We ain't scared of you, you mangy rats. <laughs> <laughs> Got your treasure right here, like patting on her butt. I just love how all uh, the squirrels have just like beat red eyes too. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. This oh, was oh super fun. Yeah. Super, super, super. And I want more. Uh, like I was yeah, I yeah. Was, same disappointed when it was over like i was yeah like i need to i need to know what the bear incident was like i'm very immediately invested in all of these goofballs i I want to see what Uh, the kids are up to no that's yeah yeah yeah. they got some major hijinks i want to i want to spin off of the squirrels just all just to the whole squirrel it's just called squirrels squirrels i want i want a cimmerillion of the squirrel wars (laughs) we need data pages let's say data data pages on the squirrel uprising (laughs) <laughs> just emails back and forth from the squirrels I want to read the war and peace but squirrels <laughs> <laughs> yeah That's no we gotta awesome. get we gotta get Christine on the show to squirrel her spe- uh, to, to squirrel, squirrel her. To grill her specifically on the squirrels and the bear incident. Yeah, that's awesome. Also to squirrel her I guess. <laughs> I don't squirrel like it. Girl. Whatever that means. Whatever Shut that it means. down. Yeah. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down everybody. Well, if you're listening, oh, we, we want to talk to you more about squirrels and bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was such a bummer that we couldn't do a signing like we usually do. So, yeah. you know, we're hoping once the world's back to normal, maybe by the time the trade's out or something. Yeah, that'd so, be great. You know, yeah, this- keep an eye out for that, Philly local people. Yeah. Um, cool. You know, but yeah, keep an eye out for issue two, most importantly. <laughs> Absolutely. By, uh, you know, next month. I'm looking cool. forward to it. Yeah. We're going to be talking about it for sure. Yeah. I'm actually going to go Love into it. cryo sleep until it comes out. Mm. <laughs> well, the way the world yeah, works I, now, I actually, might as well. I have the like the small press version that she did of these somewhere. They're like lo- Brian managed to find his copies. Mine are just like lost in the ether <laughs> in the astral plane, probably. Nice. Uh, so if I can ever find those, you know, the I'll, I'll took it. Yeah, <laughs> they probably did. Honestly, especially in my house. Come on. Yeah. There's if you didn't have squirrels, s- I'd be shocked. Some animal took yeah. it one way or another. So, yeah, it's awesome. All right. So that was last week's comics. We did it. We got there. We did. We made it. Yeah. So what's what's this week? Uh, looks like Last Ronin number two comes Ooh. out. Oh, yeah. Um, RJ, what X-Books? Yeah. Uh, Marauders and Cable. And... That that's what we're gonna be talking about. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just know you're always um, so like you just have that locked and loaded yeah, by looks memory. Like we got Thor, uh, Batman, Catwoman, um, Black Widow, Black Widow uh, next Batman, Future State, which uh, and Nightwing and Immortal mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once a Future, Stillwater, always great. Oh, Once uh, Future State, Catwoman as well, which I think we talked about that as well. Yeah, that was that was a top story. Haha number two. Oh, nice. Ooh. Family tree and yeah. Barbalian, so a double shot of Lemire for me. So that'll be I need that right in my veins. <laughs> oh, a new Paul Auer um original oh. from, from Vault. Oh, yeah. Hollow Heart. Hollow Heart, yeah. And, yeah uh, that looks his G.I. Joe Castlefall comes out nice. too. Nice. That looks like a new Sabrina. Awesome. Oh, fine. Uh, oh, the the young Hellboy number one's coming out. Oh yes, I've that been looking cool. forward to ba- that. Baby, baby Hellboy. Yeah, little baby Hellboy. Uh, second coming, only begotten son number two. Um, nice. I think that's uh, from what I could see, it seems to be about the the big ones. So, yeah, there we go. Well, that's go pick uh, those go go pick those up. 
Well, that's this week's comics. Um, we'll be back next week when they're last week's comics. <laughs> um, make sure you uh, subscribe to this podcast, and uh, if you if you're feeling generous, if you like the show, give us give us a nice review on the iTunes. Um, we've you know, or if you hate us, you could also leave a bad review if you want. But I I don't know why you're at the end of this episode if you hate yeah, us. You made it. This <laughs> you've, far. you've put up with us for a very long time if you hate us. And I mean, if if you hate us and you've listened to us for this long, I'm I'm truly sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's anything I can do to make it up to you, but um <laughs> Good point. Good point. But uh, also go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at last week's comics. Um also consider uh supporting us on our Patreon at duelinggenre.com slash support. Also we we have a Discord channel. I'm gonna give you that link in the episode description. Go uh go bug us. You can bug us in real time. We'll respond. It's fun. Um, yeah. Tell us what books we missed this yeah. week. Just uh, yeah, just tell us what you're reading. Um, yeah, hang out with us on on the Discord. And uh, please, as always, uh, support your local comic shop. Uh, go buy some comics, and we'll see you next week. For myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye. <laughs>